Hi everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here, and I'm Catherine, and I'm here with my fellow podcad podcast members, podcast members, Matt. Hi. You were just dying to make fun of me, weren't you? <laughs> no, I was waiting to see if you wanted to do it over, but no. you just... Warts and all. Yeah. Anymore, we just power through. 2022 is progress, not perfection. That's my <laughs> mantra. Scott's here. Hi. And Rob's here. Greetings. Um, we have a fun show for you today where we are going to talk about Festival of the Arts, uh, kind of get into that a little bit. And uh, we're going to start, as we always do, though, with our Topping It Off, where we pick a Disney drink from around the Disney universe. And Scott, I believe you're topping it off this week. I, yes, I am. Uh, mine is a drink from Hollywood Studios, and this is right outside of Brown Derby. Uh, it's a beverage called the Green Screen, which is, and it, <laughs> interestingly, comes with a glow cube. Uh-huh. Uh, it is Patron Silver Tequila, Cointreau, Lime Juice, and Sweet and Sour, served with a souvenir glow cube. Now, I will tell you that the advertising of this drink does not match the presentation. Um, it looks like this really cool, like, yeah. green, like, very, very lime green colored beverage in a neat glass. And when you get it, it's kind of yellow and boring. Yeah, plastic cup. Yeah. Wow. It, but, you know, it... For what it is, it's fine. You know, you could drink it. It's delicious. It, it sounds like hard. a margarita. Yeah, it's okay. a margarita. Yeah. Um, this is in, there's like a little beverage cart mm-hmm. right to the left of like the bathroom entrance to Brown Derby. That's correct. correct. Yep. Nice. I yeah. I got it while we were waiting for a table at Brown Derby yes. and then took it in with me. So yeah. Mm. That so sounds, yeah, that not, not a bad drink, but just don't expect the picture. They have a pretty nice menu. Yeah, they, they have, do. What was that one called? The green. That was called the green screen. I believe there was like a, uh, like a star one too. I think you're right. I did not take the a magical star. The magical star. Something very rare. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Mm, refreshing indeed. All right, Rob, uh, kicking it to you with the news. What do we got? I don't know. I don't know if you know. Did you say it was seventeen dollars? It is seventeen. Oh my god. So, th- which brings me to the first news topic. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Yes. Price hikes at uh, Walt Disney World. I'm assuming they were at Disneyland, but the article I'm reading from is Walt Disney World specific. But yeah, I, I mean that there was literally hundreds of price increases uh, across property. So you know, dollar two dollars. That some of the examples: the Dole Whip goes from five ninety nine to six ninety nine. A Mickey pretzel goes from seven dollars to seven fifty. I didn't know they were that expensive. Yeah. I never get one, so I have no idea. Um, cotton candy went up a quarter to five twenty five. Um, bottled soda has been bumped to five. I think they were four and a quarter. I five think dollars for five dollars for soda. soda. Yep. I mean, I part of this is inflation. Part of this is them being able to blame it on inflation. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We have companies have never been more profitable. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, if you're if you're a, a multinational corporation, customer facing like Disney, and you hear about like historic inflation, you're just like catching. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> we're already charging too much, and now we can use this. It, it it's this is. Sort of on this topic, just a real life example. So, Disney is off is offering right now for this time period, January, February, March, twenty five percent off hotel rooms pass holder up to twenty five percent. I should stress the up to twenty five percent for for pass holders. Correct. So I was looking at it for some dates and whatnot and seeing what kind of discounts are available. So. It was like a random room at Wilderness Lodge. I'm gonna throw out. It was 600 regular. So the the discounted rate was like 25 dollars off a night. Ooh. Off of 600 dollars. It ended up. I did the calculation. It ended up being like two percent. Whatever oh the exact number. So I remember. Said- it, I forget the exact numbers, but it ended up being two percent. And they're and they're touting it as 25 percent up to up to. Yeah, sure. They could say up to a hundred, I guess. If they up to me. free if they give away one room free. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, 
Man, I remember. I feel like that meme of like, okay, Grandma, let's get you to bed. I remember <laughs> in 2000 and maybe 10 or 11 where we stayed at the Grand Floridian, and those nights started with a five. Like, like the prices of those hotels have gone up so much. And, like, I remember, like, Pop Century, it was, like, 120 Like I you, can remember paying 130 140 yeah. for Pop. Like, yeah. that is when we started going. unheard of now. The, to find it in the 200 range is... If you found it for, like, one ninety nine, you would you should grab it. Like, a room <laughs> at Pop, Pop Century now. Any time of year. Yeah, and that's the thing, any time of year. Because get around, you know, bustling food and wine, holiday, prime time. Ooh. Yeah. Paying way more than that. The rumor is that they're holding back inventory. And what would be the purpose of that? um, There's, well, one, they could charge more for what they are making available. And two, I don't think they have the, the personnel to, the cast members to clean yeah, force, force scarcity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so other, this just came out the other day. And this is one of those like kind of duh things, but there was not much up to it. Uh, Disney said the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Toy Story Land is going to open in 2022. 2022, not spring, not summer, not fall, not winter. <laughs> New Year's Eve. 2022. So... Pick your date of... I forgot uh, that that was even... Oh, yeah, I know. Looks lit. Oh, God. <laughs> the concept art is so bad. It's so, they can't even make the concept art look good. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like you're eating in the queue of <laughs> Toy, Toy Story, Story Mania. Mania, Mania yeah. Which, like, I like the queue of Toy Story uh, Mania, but I don't want to... I don't want to have a meal there. there. No. I mean, I like the idea of barbecue. Yeah, I mean, where can you get that? Like the idea. Flame tree, I guess, is one of the... It sounds like a quick service to me, though, and it's not. It's a sit-down restaurant right. based on the concept mm-hmm. art, and that seems problematic. Mm. Yeah, yeah it you, looks bad. I wonder if it'll be a all you care to enjoy. Or yeah, my guess is they need some more people eating in that park, because that park is obviously probably the most crowded, overcrowded out of all of them. Uh, so adding a restaurant... Yeah, the speculation was that the land um, is suffering as a result of budget cuts. So now they're adding coverage to Woody's... I always screw it up. Is it a lunchbox or a toy box? Woody's lunchbox. lunchbox. Yeah. They're adding coverage and more seating to that area. So. Yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't separately ticketed Star Wars land yet. Oh wow! Well, I guess they kind of are with the like, uh, like the to put in Star Cruiser. Well, yeah, but I, I'm talking about even putting in like turnstiles at the entrance wow. to Star Wars and charging, making it its own park. I don't. I wouldn't put it past them. I don't foresee that happening. But. Oh man, we'll have to put a timestamp right here because at this point, be... I, I don't. I wouldn't put anything past them. I want it. Yeah. Well, and you know, the the thing I said to Catherine the other day, we were kind of talking about the food raises again. They continue this drumbeat of bad news, drumbeat of negative news. Like, when is when does the bad news stop? I mean, you got, you'd think it would have to. You would. You would think. Y'all seen Spider-Man? <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's cool, but the parks are a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> well... I was going to go to a different news story, but But. since you brought that up. So um, this made the rounds um, a week or so ago, uh, the the 10th that came out. So Bob Chapek wrote a a letter to all cast members laying out his plans for for Disney and specifically the next century. They're about to do the Disney 100 Mm -hmm. uh, because the company will be... 100 years. He's making proclamations for the next century. (laughs) Basically. So he says the company will be steered by three pillars. Storytelling. Okay. Understood. Innovation and audience. So he he goes on to say um, and third, relentless focus on our audience. We are a big company with many constituents and stakeholders all of whom have a place in our decision-making. 
But at the end of the day, our most important guide, our North Star, is the consumer. Like, is that the most disingenuous <laughs> thing? Yes. I think he meant to say shareholder. Mm-hmm. Our North Star is... Well, he, I mean, he does say that, you know, many constituents and shareholders, but stakeholders, but which, yeah, you could read as shareholders. But it just, this guy just oozes um, a, like, Harvard Business School <laughs> graduate. And like, this is, like, something you would do in an MBA class, <laughs> like, on strategy or leadership. Like, Develop three pillars for uh, the next... <laughs> we, I mean, we do it in our job. We, like, yeah. the executives do it. But it just seems so... It does seem like, like something you do in, like, a 300-level uh, business <laughs> And then class. present it to the class. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, it just seems... It, like, a, like I could see him giving a two-hour PowerPoint with these pillars and having, like, graphics oh, of... Two hours like, is too like, long. <laughs> too My long. My man can't present for longer than 15 minutes. That's... Yeah. That's going to be a D23X oh, uh, presentation. What I would give to see Chapek do a presentation fully on his own. With all his own material, not being wordsmithed by any public relations Name folks. the seven dwarves. Yes. Name one. Name the lands. <laughs> yeah. Name the new Epcot lands. That would be a good oh, one. Man. He would never no, be able to never, pull that. Never. never. <laughs> oh, my. You wonder if he wears an earpiece, people tell him stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's like an old... Josh tomorrow's back there like, no! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> his mouth's on fire. <laughs> but I, I, it's just... Oh, God. I don't yeah. know. It just seems just so bizarre. Yeah. Like... But, all right. And then lastly, the performers for... <laughs> Garden Rocks concert series for the 2022 Epcot Flower and Garden Festival have been announced. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll just some of them that at least I know. Hit us the hit us with the new ones too. The new ones, okay. Uh, well, Rick Springfield, but he's not new. Uh, Melina Leon. Nope. No, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Um, no, no. It's just I don't think you're cool. Mis- cool in the gang. Oh, oh shoot. Blue October. No, they've been here. To, they've been there before. It. No, I don't think so. No, it says new. Really? Maybe it, maybe it was eat to the beat, but it be. says new to Garden Rocks. Is what yeah, it says. that's okay. Um, Tommy DeCarlo, singer of the band Boston. Oh, oh the not any, I mean, not the original <laughs> singer um, from a Boston. <laughs> he's just from he's Boston. From, he's not from the band Boston. He's from Boston. <laughs> singer from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cutting back on budget. <laughs> the hey, Tommy. I'm Tommy DeCarlo. <laughs> the uh, Commodores. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, Colin Ray is new. Oh, Colin Hay? This says Ray. Oh, I think it's Colin Hay. R-A-Y-E? Oh, maybe. oh. That's what this says. Oh. I've heard of Colin Hay. Okay, okay. Um, some of the returning blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> uh, the Pointer Sisters, the Spinners. Spinners. Oh, yeah. Freaking little, little, little Pointer Sisters before. Little, I've never uh, seen the Pointer Sisters. Little River Band is a good one. Also, I know that they're in April at some point. I don't see them. Oh, they're there. They're there, what Rab. I, what I'm looking at does not list them. Oh, okay. That's, oh, well. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We always laugh about this, but they're always good. I mean, like, I don't know that I've ever really seen one that was like, ah, oh, this is such garbage, I can't even watch this. I'm disappointed I missed the, uh... Who was it, uh, who let the dogs out? Baja Man. Oh, Baja Man. Man. Oh, yeah, they were good. <laughs> yeah, Matt and I loved the Baja Man. We were getting down. Yeah, I, I remember liking the Baja Man more than I probably should have liked the Baja Man. Yeah, yeah, they were fun. They were fun. They were fine. They were fine. They didn't just do Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> no, they did other things, too. <laughs> well, good one. All right. Always a, always a good time to catch those. Yeah. Uh, so... So is that the only quote-unquote good news? <laughs> Basically. It's all how you package We've it. We've got these three pillars um, that we're very yeah. excited about. Three restaurants are reopening. Uh, Flying Fish, Chico, and Turf Club. Oh, Flying Fish, finally. Yeah. So those three are back. Very soon. 
Very the end soon. of January. Is Sebastian's Bistro open? It, it is. Yeah, that's so I, good. I missed that when it was coming out or when it was opening. Um, ESPN Club, weirdly still dark. Weirdly. I feel like that... That's like the only thing that's not open. I have this premonition that it's not coming back. I wouldn't know why not, though. It's always crowded. It is always crowded in there. And for people who like to watch their sports games on a routine, that is a good place to go. Guys, it's, this is based on nothing but pure gut. I just had this weird feeling that it's not coming back. And I'll, I'm probably wrong, but I just have this vibe. That's a big space, too. It is a huge space. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Not that I go there, though. But it is a decent option if there is something you want to watch or... And just like plain old, like there's not really like the boardwalk. Yeah. Like you've got flying fish. You've got, is it Trattoria Forno? Yes. Trattoria Forno. Um, You know, you've got more like upscale or like. Big River Grill. Yeah. Big River Grill is, they're okay. But I love, I really do like the menu at ESPN Club. That, That would be my choice if I was just like coming out of Epcot and I wanted the night to continue. And there's nowhere in there that has, like, you know, like, arcade games, like Papa Shop, Basketball, because, like, an ESPN zone, right? No. It's just purely a sports it's bar. It's the bar, and then you have the restaurant, yeah. I believe they used to, going back. I, I remember taking a bus there in about 96, it would have been. Wow. Um, yeah. in the early days of the boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it had just opened, and I think they had stuff in there. To your point, Matt, though, why wouldn't they have reopened it? I mean, that it's not like there's an expensive chef. I'm sure it's like a pre-planned menu. Like, the servers aren't anything out of this world. It's just servers. Maybe it's just staff, and they just got the bottom of the barrel because it's not really like a Disney restaurant. It's more of a, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know, guys. I don't have the scoop. (laughs) You don't have the scoop, ESPN scoop. All right, um, so we're going to talk about the uh, Festival of the Arts a little bit. We have our handy-dandy menus in front of us. Rob and Scott are going to talk about what they're looking forward to. They're both going on trips in the next few weeks, and Matt and I had a quick trip down there this weekend, so we'll talk about what we really like. Can we talk about the popcorn buckets real quick? Oh, jeez. Did those sell out? Well, you know, you want to hear something very uh, interesting a lot of places were touting yesterday that they were sold out. But then when you actually read the articles, it said close to being sold out. I don't know that they're actually... Maybe today hmm. they are. That we're recording a little early. It's Thursday the 20th. Um, but So if you guys have been not paying attention to the, the Disney <laughs> sphere on social media, there are these freaking decorative uh, popcorn buckets shaped like figment. And they're at what? Uh, at which Pop of the booths? Eats. At Pop Eats. Yes. And people are going freaking nuts for them. First day, it was like what, like a six-hour line Over to that. get these things. And the, the most mind-boggling thing about it, and what they go for thirty-five dollars. One that's expensive. Two, they then immediately go on eBay for like hundreds of dollars, and people are paying for them. But what's weird <laughs> is. It's not necessarily touted as like a limited item or like, <laughs> right. you know, like there, there seems to be because, you know, you've got, you got to have thousands of them being purchased daily, mm-hmm. right? So there's enough that there be, they'll be in wide circulation, you know, it's just, people are just going nuts. You should have seen the people bucket. walking around with them. They had the straps around their neck with like six in front of them. <laughs> and then there's that. How many can you buy per I think person? it's four per person. I thought it was supposed to be two. It should no, be. It's, I think it's more than that. Is it? Yeah. And then there's that little person. there's that little grassy area. Across. So Pop Eats is where like Hawaii was. It's in that little, it's like where the islands are. It's like that one by across from the new Starbucks. And then there's where the chocolate and cheese studio is like across the way with the fake grass. Yeah. People were buying the buckets and then they were just, st- there was nothing in that grassy area, but there were high top tables and it was just. Loads of people 
nothing but figment buckets on the on the high tops. They were just sitting there like wondering like what did I just do with my life that I just waited in line. It was nothing but people with figment buckets in that little area just like contemplating their life decisions so at least until these things actually sell out i hope you don't want a grilled cheese and tomato soup I know. From no, but but that's the thing i i do i want the tomatoes <laughs> i want the tomato soup with bacon apple and brie grilled cheese yeah that sounds very good well is it worth four nope, hours imagine waiting close. in that line because you just really wanted <laughs> i listened to um another podcast that talked about this, and they basically said the fact that Disney management didn't separate this out after even a few after the hours. First day, like, being yeah, like, like if you want if you because just think come about up the, with another boot. There was nothing in that grass area. Just that set up. Just re- been all you need thing is thing registers. Right. That's all you need. Right. Oh, they have to think also that um, like some of this food has to be. Um, pre-prepped. So I just think about the potential waste. Oh, oh sure, it's uh, tremendous. I'm sure there's always a. Good or they thing. weren't prepping it. Yeah, I don't think they were. I bet you were so waiting forever. So somebody did forever. end up co- going up for a grilled cheese. Yeah, they were making it fresh because there's probably so few people. Actually. Yeah, but there's a bunch of cookies there too. I'm sure they prepped the cookies the night before. Yeah, but I don't think that that would need much. Like they just keep that crap under the lamp and <laughs> hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, you know, we were actually we were in the park on Sunday, the day before MLK Day, and um, we were touring with two of our friends who are cast members, and they both said the exact same thing about the line. Like that first day when they saw that line on Friday, that should have been an immediate change in their operations on Saturday, but. What are you going to do? People got to get them buckets. Um, so what do you guys... What, so I'll just go in what's, order of yeah, what's, what's, what's here. Um, the pistachio cake with cherry mousse and Malero cherries. And where is that from? The artist oh, table. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going. I didn't get it. I was going to get it. I thought I asked Catherine if you had gotten it. And, no, uh, I did get something from there. Um, I did get... We did get the beef wellington. Okay. Which was delicious. It's like two little pieces. Mm. It is good. Yeah. I I thought about it. I just, it was, I'm very like, I can't have my dessert before I have my entrees. Sure. And I'm like, I'm still on the entree portion. And then we only did like one circle around. So I didn't come around to get the pistachio again. Where so if you could help me, where are some of these? So do Artist you Tables in America. Yeah, Artist Tables in America. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, let's see here. Scott, Don't, you know, chocolate. Oh, I, that was exactly yeah, what exactly. I was going to say. Yeah, I saw the person sipping in front chocolate. of me had it. Um, and I noticed that they have a, uh, alcoholic version this time. Cream liqueur is paired Ooh, with sipping chocolate. look at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, um, kind of like, I feel like I had like a really good plan going into this. Like I had a list of what I wanted to try, what my must-dos were. And we got there like close to park open and we left close to park close. Like we were there all day. Did not get on a single ride. Like, so we were doing all Festival of the Arts. Doing the least, as, yeah, as they say. Doing the least. And the lines were so insane. I think from a lack of staffing, there were there was never a booth with more than two people at the register, ever, even at the busiest time. And, like, sometimes you think, like, America, like, that line's not usually too long. Like, Morocco was long. Mm. France, forget about it. We, I, But we waited because we wanted to do it. But I will Forget say, about it, but we did not. <laughs> forget about it. Oh, Morocco, I skipped over. I wanted those carrots three ways, and I did not get them. <laughs> she got them zero ways. <laughs> I got carrots zero ways. Um... How about the mussels from the Craftsman Courtyard? Did not, did not go there. Did not okay. get anything from the Craftsman Courtyard. Wait, Disney Trade. I don't even know where that is. Is that one of those two up front there? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm jumping all around here. Oh uh, no! I'm no, 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 I, I know what you're. I know you are. But like, oh, their their order, their order of where is, the locations yeah. are. Yeah. Well, it's it's in alphabetical order. Uh, I did I did hear that you. the strawberry blonde <laughs> nitro me. is very good at. Deco Delights. I don't know where Deco Delights was. Um, so uh, that, we did not get anything there. There does, Yeah, those things look really good. We yeah. didn't get anything from the deconstructed truffle. dish or the donut box. The deconstructed BLT looks really good. Crispy pork belly, soft, bo- uh, soft poached egg brioche. That oh, is gross. like, their, that was from the first year. That's yeah. been back every year. 
deconstructed thing doesn't do anything for me. I heard the onion soup was amazing. I don't care if it's deconstructed or reconstructed. It sounds good. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you know what I got that night? Well, I was so hungry for we like skip dinner. I just I got I just got chicken fingers. <laughs> oh, you know what? As a matter of fact, I will also say oh, I good. was fully blacked out by the end of the day at Epcot. You sure were. So you did not I, eat enough. I just remembered I did have a bite of the de- deconstructed key lime pie. Did you? No. Oh, it was good. Um, you also had some of my chicken fingers. I think I only had some fries, but that's fine. I think you had a piece of chicken finger. No, you okay. should have had more. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the key lime pie was good. It's like, a, it was like a mousse. I'm not, see, a, uh, not a fan of that. I like a traditional key lime pie. Did you see the French onion soup? I did. With the ravioli? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I like the sound of cold-fashioned coffee cocktail from the donut box. Yeah, me too. That's over by Test Track? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. I do love is. a coffee-themed anything. Themed coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Like a coffee mezcal margarita. Yes. I do love it. I do not I like the way it makes me feel. Hungry, <laughs> it's either the hungry artist or the vibrant and alive vibrante vivido. One of those is back where Brazil usually is. Oh. It's the one that's associated with, with... Encanto. Yes. Um... Which I think is vibrante and yeah. vivido. Yeah. The line for that was in France. Like it was so long, which is insane. The so we did. We did not Chorizo wait in that potato. one because um, our, our friend wanted the passion fruit daiquiri, but she didn't end up getting it because it was. That sounds amazing. Way I, too long. There's so many things that sound good there. The the soup sounds good. The geez, that chorizo and potato empanada sounds. Incredible. I like the stuff that, that the hungry artists there too. The carne asada. And yeah, the carne asada does look good. I almost went there, but then I got chicken fingers. <laughs> These chicken fingers, man, they're crazy delicious. Um, we did go to Japan, Goshiki. Did you get the bread and fried chicken? We did. Oh, how was it? Tastes like Chick Fil A with yum yum sauce. Oh, that was, was a compliment. That's a that's yeah, a serious was, compliment. Now I want Chick Fil A. I also did the Niseko flurry there, the sake, rum, white cranberry juice, blue curacao, and lime juice. It's essentially a cup of blue curacao. Like, it is the most... You're like a moth to a flame with that blue curacao. You're I like, know. I know it's going to kill me. I did not like I think that I saw um, a TikTok of somebody asking, why does every Disney drink have blue curacao in it? <laughs> yep. Because it makes it blue. And it yep. doesn't matter what it is, it makes it blue. It's gross. I like it. Um, and then Gourmet Landscapes, that's Canada. And I got to tell you, that mushroom risotto was Ooh. a oh, highlight. That damn. that was the best dish that I had good. the whole day. Um, I remember that from several years ago, and it's unbelievable. Oh. Yeah. It, it, and like the port, I mean, it's, it's kind of expensive, but the portion size is pretty good. That was not my pick for my favorite thing, but we'll, we'll keep going. Okay. Italy. Art de cuisine. Um, did we get anything? Oh, oh, oh I got the croissant. Oh, yeah. And I, I got, got the, the croissant. It was brie. good. I got it's the brie a, bread. It is a, um, it's, it's filled with truffle and it's, it's, it's so strange because Do you it, like the truffle flavor? I do. It's a strong flavor. Not everybody does. I yeah, no, I, I do like it. Um, it, it's so strange because it almost looks like it's like layered in chocolate. It does look like chocolate. Mm-hmm. But it is not. It's not <laughs> chocolate. It's just the, the color and the yeah, it's good. It's it's a hearty I'm more of a sweet croissant guy, but I, I like this. It was good. The brie um in the bread was just like a tiny little bread bowl with cheese in it. It was like fondue. It was really, really, really good. It was it was small, but like it it was a nice soak up for the alcohol. Did we get anything at, at Italy? Yeah, I, we got the arancini. Ooh yeah, I've had that before. There. I don't remember. That was good. It was like six little pieces. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I, I remember. Yeah yeah, too. it was good. How bad was that line? That line wasn't bad. In fact, <laughs> Bizarre, I went I to the I went to the bathroom <laughs> in Germany by the yeah. train, and I came back. Cause Matt waited for me with with our friends, and I came back, and they like were already at a high top, and I was like, "Wait, I didn't really wait in line for the bathroom, so this must have been hmm. chop chop." Also, I tried a taste of the the red sangria, and that was 
really, really good. And I, in fact, was upset I did not get that because it was delicious. Amaretta Bellini sounds unusual. Yeah. Mm. Peach and amaretto. amaretto. Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. that, But all right, well, you got anything in China? Oh, we got everything in China. (laughs) Uh, We got the General Tso's chicken shumai. We got the uh, char sweet pork bun. That was my favorite. It was incredible. It was so delicious. The shumai I found were um, disappointing, but the pork bun was banging. And then I think the best mixed drink I had was the Eastern Dynasty. Damn, that was good. So good. That is a holly drink. <laughs> it has boba balls in it. Oh. It's It's got like the pina colada flavor. It was delicious. So good. So good. I'm surprised by the shumai because I've seen multiple people say it was really, really good. I did not like it. So I wasn't a fan. I think that my favorite part of shumai is like the breading. So if you... Or, I'm sorry, I'm saying the breading. The general style chicken is the breading. If you just have, like, a chunk of chicken in a dumpling and it doesn't really, like, highlight the breading or, like, I was taking bites in it and it just looked like naked chicken. Like, it it looked like the chicken itself was, like, spicy, but it didn't have, like, the breading on the outside. Which Breading is is key to general style chicken. It sure is. Although, I will say, it's served on little cucumber slices. I did like that. The cucumber slices were amazing. They were salt. <laughs> it was just salt on cucumber with a little bit of soy sauce, and it was delicious. Yes. Yeah. So if you're a salty cucumber kind of person, that's... <laughs> I am. That's the way to go. Was it pickled at all? Or? <clears throat> no, I don't think it was. I think it was just like salt and soy sauce. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was not pickled. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, I didn't like the pork bun as much as Matt did, but that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Is, it, is it a, a bow bun? Yes, it's a bow bun okay. with like but little shreds. An open face. Well, that's what bow buns are. always are. Yeah, but yeah, I guess they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Chinese Well, no, not always. Sometimes they're like. Those are called dumplings though, I think. Like like the the cheese po- hamburger pods from yeah. Satoli. Those I think are called. Okay. Dumplings and not bao yeah. buns. I don't know. <laughs> How, uh, now these items were fairly expensive. Yeah, uh, are, yeah, yeah. Are we, the portions? Do you the, find the pork bun was big? The it was okay. It was stacked. Yeah, there were more than one piece of pork on it. Like there were. So perhaps a bigger portion than you would see at Flower and Garden or Food and Wine. I don't know. Like, it, it's about nine or ten bucks. Yeah. I don't remember how much the pork bun was, but I remember being pleasantly surprised. I think our sense. total there was forty dollars, and we got <laughs> the shumai, the pork bun, and two Eastern Dynasties. So like we Did got each got the Eastern Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, we each got our own. How big was the chicken finger? <laughs> yeah. Chicken fingers were stacked. Jesus. Um. Sometimes you just want attendees. I, I I feel you, man. Um, next up is pastoral palette, and this is, um, like the German, um, little beer garden area. Um, this seems a little too wild for me. Oh my gosh. The braised beef? Really? That no, no, that, not so that. I was good. looking at the next one that down. That was incredible. Yeah. I was looking at wild boar with duck confit. Yeah, no. We did not try wild the wild boar. Sausage. We did try the braised beef short rib, which is back after years because I know this was one of my favorite items a few years ago when I went. It is so good. We also tried the opera cake. That was so good. Very uh, almondy flavor. Oh, it was like a, it was very similar to a, uh, um, what's a, not Marshall. Oh, Lady Fingers. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Uh, tiramisu. Tiramisu. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, I like a tiramisu. Yeah. yeah. A lot of desserty type things. It does seem very heavy on the sweets. Yes. Um, and then they had the I flight here, which was the rosé flight. A play on rosé flight. Because which, one of them was not rosé. Yeah. It's um, a, It was a rosé, a frosé, and a rosé beer. That rosé Blondale was my favorite beer that I tried that really? day. That was so good. I had it twice. So... So you're suggesting just... Yeah, I would just get the beer. 
Because I'm not a hard songwriter. I, I really enjoyed... I, I like Rosé typically. I, was, I wasn't hit over the head with it. Yeah, I mean, it was... The the Rosé, like the true Rosé out of those was probably my least favorite. I enjoy the Frosé, yeah. but the Frosé is pretty much the same as any Frosé you get in Disney. I mean, <laughs> that's that wasn't like specific to Germany. Stick a glow cube in it. <laughs> yeah. Pop Eats we completely avoided because of Figment, but I did want the tomato soup and grilled cheese or the tomato soup with the one that Rob was talking about I earlier. I could have messed with that friggin' sugar cookie with chocolate hazelnut, but mm, you know yeah. what? I did not get the chance. It was <laughs> not afforded this luxury. And the hazy IPA also. Mm. Tangerine Cafe we didn't hit. I always feel like I look at the Morocco menu, whatever it is, whatever festival it is, and I'm like, man, those things sound really good. And, and then either I don't them. go... Or, yep. you know, something like that. Oh, I'm getting those carrots. I, I like am, the sound of the grilled kebabs. Yeah. I mean, honestly. You know where this is? So they don't have a kiosk for Morocco. It's in the juice bar. Really? Like yeah. where you're one topping it Why off. Why don't they have the... Oh, they well, because they have the art tents. Oh, okay. So there are a lot of, like, tents with the artists and that kind of thing. So, like, there's not as much room for, Wait, like... Wait, it's, it's not in... Tent. No, it's at the juice bar where where you guys waited for the Coke the last time we oh were in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And that line went all the way into that indentation around the world showcase salute. I know. I know. <laughs> um, we already talked about Vibrante and Vivido, which we did not get anything. I want to get that empanada. Funnel cakes we skipped. Um, Joff then you got Joff Coffin or Freshman Outpost. But isn't the refreshment outpost where you got your chicken tenders? Oh no, that's the outpost. Oh, the refreshment outpost has a Nairobi coffee dark coffee beer. dark beer. Mm, that's that sounds good. Yep. Yeah, let's put that on my list. What's in refreshment port? That's cut off there. At the um, bottom? that was oh, that was the gnocchi poutine, which oh. I wanted and didn't get, and I think that's where. The chicken tenders. <laughs> Yucky poutine sounds. I know. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, carb on carb. Yeah, just give me those carbs. <laughs> yeah, carb, carbs. Carb it up. Carb it up. Um, yeah. So I mean, lots of lots of good food to be had. Um, Did you guys do anything else aside from that? Yeah, I, I wanted to mention a few other things at Epcot, uh, and then two things not at Epcot. Um, the they brought back Animation Academy. Oh, yeah. And it is at the uh, America Garden stage. Uh, so that was really fun. You had a, a big, like, lots of seating, so they didn't run out. Uh, and it was, it was really cute. We drew the orange bird, which was nice. Um, the other thing that they started doing at Epcot, which is absolutely beautiful and magical, that we saw at the end of the night, is the lights on Epcot Spaceship Earth. Um, are now playing the Rainbow Connection, and they have like the Muppets, yeah. and it's awesome. I mean, the, I mean, they, they're talking, right? It's, no, it's just I thought there was like a little intro. No, no, you were bombed at this point. No, there's no intro. <laughs> okay, it's beautiful. <laughs> you were basically. I, I, I was hearing them, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the hallucinations had begun. <laughs> yes, it was the risotto. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we try a place we've never, now outside of Epcot, we tried a restaurant we've never been before. Uh, we went to Topolino's Terrace at the Riviera. I loved it. Matt loved it. I got like, I ate too much early. Did not pace myself. Yeah, we, so got I, there, we got there early trying to see if we could be sat early. We were there like, what, like 35, 40 minutes early? Yeah, and they were like, no, there's no way we can do anything sometimes they will if they don't if they're not busy but that restaurant's um pretty popular and and new still and they said well you can take a seat at the bar or any of the lounge seating at the bar and there was a high top there and we had a great waiter and we were like oh let's just get appetizers and drinks here and so um and they brought out bread which was delicious um actually the bread's like pull apart bread i'm not like a huge fan of it. That I was telling Rob, I went into very detail, <laughs> great detail with Rob talking about the bread. The bread would not make it on my like top five Disney bread. And I've been hearing a lot about the bread. About it people that love the bread. It almost like an olive branch. It's like little pieces that you pull off a piece, maybe 
about the size of like three fingers and like it's, it's very crusty on the outside it's almost too hard mm. to bite into yeah i'm not uh, it it didn't have it yeah it doesn't make my top breads no top Disney i know breads. we talked about doing a bread bracket a bread oh kit. man that's a i, I, I know they to start taking pictures of the bread because i forget oh uh, i remember i i loved uh, i want to take a trip and just eat bread <laughs> i do. love brown derby's bread that's yeah. one of my favorite and oh lasalle of course is probably my number one but and as a what Mediterranean about the, themed uh, the Dipping um, Sanaa. Yeah. Oh, Sanaa. Oh, Enzo's. Ooh, <laughs> Enzo's is so good. Yeah. We're not done talking And bread. Ohana. Ohana's, yeah. Oh, well, geez, that was a news story this week, too. <laughs> Ohana was giving away, like, Martin's potato rolls instead of their actual bread because they ran out. They bring the olive oil, too. And I feel like when you have olive oil for dipping, the bread needs to be at least a little bit softer. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be, like, so soft that it's, like, dissolving in the olive oil, but it needs to, like... It needs to be absorbed. Have, to have the right consistency, and this was not the right consistency they, bread for olive oil they dipping. They called it a uh, French baguette, but it definitely had, like, the, mm, harder sh- nah. the harder shell. And it was, like, too small that it'd be one thing if it was, like, huge and you broke it open and it was all soft on the inside, but there was too much of the outer shell of the bread. Anyway, we got the ricotta for the uh-huh. um, for the appetizer. The ricotta was incredible. It was amazing. And it comes with, like, a little tomato compote. Is that what they mm-hmm. called it? Yeah. Um, delicious. Delicious. Um, and then we got seated... Then we went back out to the host stand, waited for our actual table. I was so full at this point. Could <laughs> Already? Barely, I was stuffed. Stuffed. Just from bread and cheese? Yes. I ate <laughs> about, like, these olive branches. I probably had, like, three of <laughs> oh them. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. So, like, was, I had okay. a lot of bread. Okay. Yeah. And then I got the, what did I, I got the scallops. And I got the chicken rigatoni, which is supposed to be like their most popular dish, and it was really good. It was very like hearty. It had like a almost like a bourguignon sauce. Yeah. It's like a brown sauce. It was really, really, really good. But I you simply ate couldn't, very little. I could not. I ate all I of my scallops, and then I had some of your uh, some of your rigatoni, which was delicious. And then yeah. I had the rigatoni for lunch the next day. Yeah, I guess my my like warning about Topolino's Terrace is that. I always had like a bad or incorrect impression of it because I only see photos of character dining at breakfast and character dining at breakfast is a very different vibe for the nighttime vibe. It's very classy. It's really nice. There's a terrace outside. The views are great. Like it's beautiful. So give it a try if you're up for a classy Hmm. meal. Yeah, it was good. And then the only other thing I just wanted to talk about, and this is something I've wanted to do for years and years and years and years and years. I thought you were going to talk about the fact that they were just like the drunkest people I've ever I've ever seen in a restaurant like that on Disney property. That is not what I was going to talk about. But there were. It was an interesting spectacle. But there were. Um, So back to the lounge, though. So anybody could go... Yeah. Are you limited to the appetizers? No. No. It's full menu. And... Our waiter was like, "Do you want to just eat dinner here? Like, if your if your reservations like really far in the future?" And we were like, "Oh no, it's, I mean, like, it's like And he was like, "Okay, fine." But they also they have like a long table, kind of like that table at Enzo's okay. in the middle that like would maybe seat like ten to twelve. Um, and then there's a bunch of like high tops. Um, but the way that people we're like talking about it. We're like, this is so good. Like everyone around us, like there was a family sitting next to us at the window and it was a woman saying like, we come here every trip because I know that people drop the reservation and that like you can grab it the next day. And like, we come here every single time. Like we love it. So people are pretty fanatical about it. It is, it is really good. I understand. I would like to go back though, because I feel like I need to make more room in my stomach. Um, (laughs) But the other thing I wanted to talk about is is off property, way, way, way off property. I have always wanted to go to the Disney Character Warehouse, which is the outlet where Disney sends their official merch. So it's like a Disney store, but it's park merch hmm. um, at a high, highly discounted price. So I did some research. I was off on Monday, but Matt had to work. So I was like, okay, I got the car. I'll, I'll go gallivanting. <laughs> and so I read that there's, there's one by Universal. 
And then there's one by like the Disney Springs outlets, like the pre Orlando Premium outlets. And so I was like, oh, I heard the Universal one's better. So I drove up there. And man, if you've got a car and you want some like good, like Disney merch, the prices were insane. Like the, they had like the real, especially for guys, they had like the button down shirts, like the ones that are like Pizza Planet and the one had like Bing Bong all, Bing Bong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bing Bong all over it and like the little trash can design. It was just like little tiny trash cans that like you couldn't even really tell our trash cans. Then they just had like the Mickey Polo shirts that were just like blue, solid blue, solid green with just Mickey and the insignia for like $19.99. Wow. Spirit jerseys for $45. Those are what? Normally $69.70? Yeah, that sounds about right now. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of merch. I was reading before I went and they said that there was a lot of um, NBA experience <laughs> stuff. And I did, I was going to get mad at Kevin Durant, plushy. Um, but yeah, they had, I... Sam, I was Sam missed opportunity. Yeah, was. that was definitely a missed opportunity. But yeah, I was I was shocked at get him at a double all this XL <laughs> Nets jersey, Kevin yeah. Durant Nets jersey. Yeah. So it just looks like a sleep shirt. Yeah, yeah. like a Victorian <laughs> sleep outfit. Is it fairly new stuff? Uh, those, oh, those, yes. those shirts were last summer, maybe last spring. Yeah. So oh yeah, not it's, that old, right? Yeah, it's new stuff. Um, they have. I was in. Disneyland two summers ago and they had just like the long sleeve t-shirts that had the D insignia and then it said Disneyland on the sleeves it was kind of like a spirit jersey light yeah. like it just a t-shirt they had those with the Walt Disney World D on them and those were $19.99 I definitely paid in the 30s for my shirt um, the spirit jerseys were the one that I was like holy crap and they were the Disneyland retro jerseys they said like 1955 oh. and then it said disneyland on the back so they must yeah. get them from both um and they had like you know they had tons they had tons of stuff for kids like you know like toys and like little knickknacks that you'd get at like you know the checkout areas <laughs> but i was did you did you have to wait to get in or no i, I heard no. this lines and stuff but there was a woman outside but i think she was just enforcing mask policy because okay. it's the same masking policy as the parks okay so mm -hmm. you have to wear a mask when you're That's in cool. there um but oh they had I, they had masks um and those were like dirty really just like everything like in my mind i was playing the game like how much do i think this is and it was always cheaper than i thought it would be <laughs> so if you have a car or even if you don't because the one by disney springs is actually really close to disney property and uber would be super cheap to go to that one um definitely worth checking out if you're looking for some good official disney souvenirs because there are a lot I should have taken more pictures. I was just really consumed in checking every single price tag. I was just <laughs> the kid in a candy how, store. How big? Um, not super big. Uh, I'm going to make a local reference. Uh, we have an, a Disney outlet in Lancaster. Yeah. I'd say this is smaller than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's so, small then. Yeah, I was so, thinking like World of Disney. No, 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 no. Uh, it's a it's a smaller sized store. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think of something maybe in Disney Springs to compare it to maybe like a Sugaboo, if you've ever been in there. It goes back a little bit further. Like, um, I, I, if it's a typical outlet, yeah, center, yeah, it's I, not, I know what a it's normal not, store would be. Yeah, and it's an, it's an internal store. It's okay. not like an end one. Right. It's, it's, uh, um, it's I see pictures of the outside. Of the yeah, lab, so. yeah. So definitely, uh I checked that off my list is something I wanted to do for a long time. But anyway, so that's it. Anybody have any last call items? I do not. I no. Don't either. Matt? It's got it's got a no face. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I went no. <laughs> was our last episode our like best of? Yes. I do have a last call item. Okay. I cannot believe I failed to mention the hottest cast member I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Sean, oh, yeah, Sean from Oga's Cantina is up there with Kim from the Boathouse as my best cast member experience of last year because he was a delight to the eyes. You know, I thought when you started talking about 
Oga's Cantina, and you were talking about the time that you were there with Rob mm -hmm. with the good cast. I thought you were actually going down the Sean. I, really, know, that course. that whole the, that whole bar they they hire the best of the best. There. Sean was a Sean was a beautiful man. I <laughs> I was I was shot. Sean was one of those people that like. Every person he talked to was, was just, just like, like in love with him. Eyed. Yes. Immediately. Yeah, he was a, uh, a good looking guy. He looked like. Uh, he looked like the dude from Bridgerton if he was even better looking. Yeah, because yeah. the Bridgerton guy, once you get him out of that Duke's outfit, not much to, to see. This is WDW Happy Hour, <laughs> your premiere. talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cut down the dude from Bridgerton. Yeah, podcast. Duke of Hastings. Yes, the Duke of Hastings. He looked like. Yeah, but like a better, like an upgraded DOH. DOH. He made the DOH look DOA. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, oh lordy. Uh, and I was D. Anyway. And she was D <laughs> All right. Okay. Well. That was a good last call because if you're still around at this point, you're here for that kind of talk. Yes. I like to think. I like to think Sean listens. Oh, definitely. All right. Well, everyone. Uh, hold on. I feel like. Do we have housekeeping? Did you forget that? No. 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 I just wanted to talk any housekeeping, so you don't have to record certain things. I already said we're recording this a little bit early, um, so if there's any major news stories in the next two days, please forgive us. Um, and then we're actually going to give you two episodes Sunday back-to-back, -back. so this will be posted on the 23rd. We are going to record again on the 30th. Um, we have a fun bracket, nice little game I know you guys all love, and this is a good one we've been coming up with collaboratively for quite a while. Um, and then we're going to take a little break then for two weeks. So you're going to get two weeks on and then you're going to have two weeks off because we're going to be taking some trips. And then on the 20th, we're going to have like an Uber trip review um, where all of us will be talking about uh, trips down to Orlando. So um, I knew there was a housekeeping item I wanted to talk about and that was it. So, all right. Okay. For real, for real. Good times. Cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.